Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to College Football Tailgate. We're here. Tyler's throwing stuff. It's Monday, <laughs> September 27th, week five of college football. We're back in the Moose Media Studios. I'm your host, Will Chambers. To me, as always, my left, Tyler Walgie, professional better. Top of the morning to you, Will. Top of the morning. And uh, Smitty, producer Smitty. What's going on, Will? We, we've got a hot start off mic there. I mean, he's throwing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Things are being thrown in the studio. Uh, but you know what? I like it. I like the energy. We're coming in hot today, and I want you guys to know I'm in a fantastic mood, and uh, the reason is because yesterday something big happened to me. Ooh, news. We got news, news. for real. Yeah, breaking news. Okay. Uh, do we get guesses? Are you diving in? How does right, this work here? Uh, this was a... Yeah, you can guess. It was a personal goal of mine that I achieved yesterday, finally. Personal goal. You, yep. So, okay. Can I go first? Sure, go Okay. Ahead. I know Will likes to bike a lot. Will's a Will's a, a cyclist, okay, as they say. Mm. I think you hit some kind of cycling goal, whether it's a mile mark or a, a, a season-long <laughs> mark, whatever no. it is. I'm going to go, go cycling. You're not fully on the wrong track, but it's not it has nothing to do with cycling, wrong unfortunately. Track. You, you're able to do your belt one less notch. <laughs> <laughs> no, even, better than, all, than both those things. Okay. I shot my personal lowest score in golf. Hey, boy. I broke so I'm not a good golfer for anyone that listens out there that's not a good golfer you know that it, like there's certain markers breaking 100 or breaking 90 if you're if you get better it's breaking 80 I broke 90 I shot 89 yesterday okay so personal best for you personal best I'd never well, broken 90 felt amazing okay let's not talk about the course because that would be local here but was it a tough course uh no I mean it's like a, your standard muni it's not the easiest course in the world muni? but yeah municipal public uh, track is that, is that golf talk foothills for, okay. for the uh, the locals okay. um Okay, and okay. Uh, that's awesome, though, bro. Nice job. Yeah, it felt amazing. I'm, you should. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like uh, glowing. Okay. I've been in a great mood all day because of it. <laughs> so, as a sports better, I got to ask. Yeah. Did you capitalize off of this amazing round? No. So, I was were you throwing some dice around? No. See, the, here's uh, the thing: is that I can also tell you if I had, if it had gotten to a point where I was feeling good and I was like, oh, let me gamble some money on this, the shit would have com- <laughs> completely gone off the rails. Okay. I had a really strong front nine and like a decent back nine. 42, 47. Okay. Big deal for me. It was making a lot of putts. Felt amazing. And so I'm just glowing. I, I, I feel this is what it must feel like to win a championship in a professional sport. <laughs> Question is, was it a fluke <laughs> or does it keep going? Uh, I mean, look, I don't know if it's a fluke. I've come close a, a few times. Okay. Um, the putting might have been a bit of a fluke. And you know what? That relays to what we're going to talk about You know, coming up here. Was it a fluke? What happened last week for some of these teams who are now 3-0 and undefeated? Very good question. Or... Is it something we can expect to take a uh, course in the future? That's so. right. Yeah, I like that. Well, we do have a good show. We are going to uh, we're going to talk about week four. We are uh, we're doing. Let's see. We got college football news and notes. We got asses of fire. A, yes, a we do. Popular segment for all the people that have been there since we were college football weekly and then became college football tailgate. Yeah, and uh, and so asses of fire. It's, asses it's, of fire. It's all about uh, coaches on the hot seat, right? So yeah. uh, South Park reference, and then uh, we got week five best bets. And then we'll end the show. We got a new segment. This was Smitty's idea. Producer Smitty. I love it. The movie synopsis game. So I'm excited. This is a good one. Yeah. But. Put a lot of work into it. A lot of work. <laughs> he did. He's been sweating. Uh, week <laughs> week four recap. Look, week four was a really interesting one for me. I, I was, It was awesome. We're it start, was. We're starting to... I mean, look. 
a third of the way done. By the way, let's give Isn't us let's give ourselves a congratulations or whatever you want to call it. Uh, we have about twenty four episodes per season. Yeah, we just finished episode eight last week. This is nine, so we ourselves are thirty percent done, thirty three percent done. Isn't that crazy? Thirty three percent. That's repeating. Nice. That is crazy. I mean, well, look, this is if you're a college football fan, it's you know, fast. it's the fastest season in the world. And yeah, we're already we're gonna be into week five. And it's awesome and it sucks at the same time because in another couple of weeks we'll be saying this and it'll be week 10 and it we're like, shit, get, the season it is makes me sad, coming Will. to an end. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But uh, you're not sad if you're an Alabama fan. Look, the thing I noticed about Alabama, obviously they played, I think, like Southern Miss or someone yeah, terrible. Um, they're to the level of so good and it was a bad opponent that like when you're on like Saturday night or Sunday morning, you're watching the recap show on SportsCenter or whatever. All they had to do, they showed one highlight and it was them returning the, the, kick, the, the first kickoff, kick, yeah. the opening kickoff. It was like they Alabama returns the kickoff, and then they just show the final score, and it's like you know fifty six to twenty two, <laughs> and that's how good Alabama is. It's pretty ridiculous. I hate how they do that though are. for for the highlights. They I agree. show one play yeah. in every game. Yeah. What happened and, to Sports Center? Boils you know? down to that. What Sports happened? Center used to have so what many more highlights. What happened to Sports Center? I remember. Uh, Oklahoma survives. Did you guys watch Oklahoma versus West Virginia? Yeah, the crowd chanting for uh, the backup. <laughs> that was hysterical. It is. It looked Spencer yeah. Rattler. Yeah, you're take a, a seat. You're officially spoiled, uh, Oklahoma fans. You're all spoiled. If you're calling for the backup, look, Rattler might not have played super well for a lot of that game. He's not the problem. They don't have a run game. Uh, they finally have a defense, but he's not the problem. They weren't like I felt like they weren't protecting him all that well. And it's kind of funny because I remember last or two years ago when they had Jalen Hurts and everyone was calling for Spencer Rattler. Like, it, that whole that old adage of, like, the backup quarterback's the most popular guy on the team. It's always true. It's so true. Yeah. And, like, and, and it's not just Oklahoma. There's other teams like that, too. But, but, well, yeah, that, that offensive line isn't doing Spencer Rattler any favors. No, not at all. 26-36, 256 yards, a touchdown, a pick. That's not horrible. Like, that's He's, not a bad game. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Can you find his season stats? He's completing, yeah. like, 70% of his passes on the year. He's not the problem. I, I, he may not be playing his best, but, like, I'm, you know, I'm sorry that Oklahoma fans can't handle scoring 13 points in a game like the rest of us have to a lot of times. <laughs> right. They're used to just scoring 50 every game. But you won. Like, you're in the you're in the, the best, worst position ever, which is you look like shit and you're undefeated. All right, I got season stats here. Spencer Rattler, 100 uh, completions, 135 attempts. That's 74%. That's insane. He's got eight touchdowns, three interceptions, 152.5 quarterback rating. Yeah, I mean, what, like, what are you doing? You're calling for the backup. Like, come These on, fans, OU fans. Get man. your shit together, man. But hold on. Can we? Uh, can I be a defender of OU fans? Of course, yeah. Because I'm a fan of the uh, Colorado Buffaloes, who you talk about taking a step back. Man, they look bad this year. So if you have expectations to where you should compete on a national title level, and you look around, right? And you see Clemson losing. You see the top getting whittled down. Yep. This could be your year. So if you're if you're OU, a team who, by the way, preseason was plus six hundred to win the title, right. they're currently plus twelve hundred. Yeah. That's doubled in the wrong direction. So it's not going well. If you thought that they should be at a certain point, so I get it. If you thought they should be one of the best teams, they should be putting up the, these offensive numbers. I understand. You know, it, it's all about your expectations. The expectations for OU fans, they should be right there. So I get what you're saying, and actually, I agree with you. Yeah, they're putting up great numbers. Everything's fine, but for, from the fan standpoint, I get that too. They won sixteen thirteen. That was a, a nail biter against thir- West I Virginia. Thirteen ten. Well, either way, whatever. They won by a field goal. That's yeah, the whole point. Yeah. Is that? And you're right. Look, 
they're not playing very good. They don't look great. Everyone can see that. But it's just, it's like okay, Rattler, like get a run game, and all of a sudden Rattler's going to start lighting motherfuckers up, yeah. right? Because and West like, Virginia's a good football team too, for man. sure. To go into Norman and, yep. and and play like the way that they did, yeah, for it says sure. a lot about the Mountaineers too. Def- we, definitely, we, we talked about this the last couple of weeks. I give OU benefit of the doubt. I think they're going to get in there, make the changes they need to, and they're going to be just fine. Other teams, yep. maybe not, but OU, they're going to be okay. Yeah, I like it. And you're right. Shout out West Virginia. They played very well. They're and a tough team. A last note here on the Sooners. If you do like them to win the ship, 12 to 1 right now is probably the best value you're going to get all year. So Seriously. look for them in the futures if you like yeah, them. Yeah, because at this point, like outside of Alabama and Georgia, like the, the drop off from like three, it's the rest o- of the way down Oregon, is a lot. Penn I mean, State. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it's tricky. That's the, that's uh, this the is, rankings. This is actually like should be peak college football year where like you have a couple good teams and then like honestly the difference between like four and 15 might not be that much there might be a team that's ranked 22 that's as good as the eighth ranked team right now yeah and that's fun for college football i like that it's chaotic i mean when you boil it down to what they're ranked probably with all within one or two points yeah exactly you know from like a rating system exactly yeah Yeah, i like that i mean look you could basically make a top 25 and just throw a fucking dart at the wall past alabama and georgia right now and you could justify it somehow look at uh uh, Wisconsin, Michigan coming up this weekend. What's the spread? One? Yeah, one point. I mean, point. it's right there. Yeah. So, all yeah, right. Good point. Big, big, good show coming up. I'm excited, Will. Yeah, for sure. Texas is back. Texas is officially back. They won big. So they're back this week. Look it up. This week they're back. Look it up. I bet you they're back because they certainly looked good. Is Texas back yet? 30%. Uh, I just Not don't. close. I don't is think that's Texas true at all. Texasbackyet.com. 30%. I don't agree with that assessment whatsoever. Look, they're not ranked because they got beat but by hey, Arkansas. A big deal is this weekend. For Texas, sure. Texas historically, at least the last decade, has gotten owned specifically against the spread by yeah, TCU. For sure. So coming up this weekend, if they can get over that hump, I think that's going to be from 30% to 40 or 50. I mean, 70 to 35 against Texas Tech. Well, we not not to jump ahead, but they got Oklahoma after that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, big test for Texas coming back. But you know, you win seventy thirty five. If you're a Texas fan, then they're just back. They're so they're back, and every <laughs> week they'll be back or not back. And this week they're back. <laughs> uh, Miami wins sixty nine to nothing. Nice. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin <laughs> got completely destroyed by Notre Dame with the that was the. Was that the game day game or was that the? Uh, it was the game day okay. game. It was game day. Yeah, that was a, a very interesting game because it was close until the very end. And then Jack Cohn, mm. he got taken out, and then uh, the backup quarterback. I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, Pine is his last name. Pine. Uh, thank you, Smitty. Yes, he 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 threw like two pick sixes in the last like minute of the game, and so the score looks worse than what it was. But either I, way, Wisconsin's really. I'm struggling. sorry, P- Pine was the Notre Dame quarterback. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I'm sorry, he Graham was. Mertz. Graham Mertz was the guy yeah. throwing the pick sixes. Uh, I wonder if Pine likes to use the Pine scents mm. in his house, like the candles or the. Uh, like the thing that hangs in your car from the mirror. Little trees. Yeah, little trees. The pine. You know, I wonder if he pines for hey, it. Uh, hey, pine. Uh-huh, it smells like pine in here. Yeah. You know? It's like an ice cream man named Cone. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Cone's ice cream cones? Exactly. Oh, See, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm surprised I beat oh, you to it. This is, your, this is your specialty. We got to get some of these going. We You're, have so much money just sitting I mean, out there. At the very least, we just need to start copywriting them so that one day when one hits, they have to buy Can it Can we just say TM on here after everything? Yeah, that's how it works. Okay, trademarked. TM. <laughs> trademarked. Yep, Jack Cones, Cones, TM. Uh, Florida looks really good against Tennessee. Florida looking better and better as the season goes on. They have a big matchup coming up against Kentucky this weekend. A rivalry game, kind of. It mm-hmm. is for those two schools. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been competitive, but whatever. Uh, but they just look 
Florida's looking better and better since that Alabama game. I just don't. I, I can't tell if Florida is like maybe the fifth best team in the country right now, or if maybe Alabama is not as good as we think they are, or maybe the SEC isn't as good as we think they are. This year is just such a like a. I I, I could see things going either way at this point, but Florida they get a big win against Tennessee and they look good doing it. And for some reason, I think I'm leaning towards all of us are kind of counting Florida out of it right now when they're really not. I'm not counting Florida out. You know, I, I think that they're right there. I don't know why. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you speaking no, to I, me, No, I'm, I'm not even saying you. I mean, like, like the world of college football, like Florida's... Florida's uh, Rodney Dangerfield not getting uh, getting no respect. Hey, getting no respect. Exactly. Uh, I think it's take my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I think it speaks to uh, kind of what you brought up earlier. Well, there's there's so much parity. I don't. I can't remember a, a college football season where. You think one thing one week, and then the very next, it's like it's completely different. But hold yeah. on, I want to be careful here because just because the team we're talking about, Florida, gave Alabama a close game on the 18th, a couple a couple weeks ago, Alabama is still a touchdown favorite against anybody. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're right. There is parity from Alabama on. Well, you know? and then that's what I, that's I guess kind of my but maybe point. Georgia is, 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 maybe Georgia is maybe Georgia is after I bet that line would be yeah. close. After Alabama and Georgia, it's it's kind of like even Will said, even the you know, the 18th ranked team. Right. There's no, really not that much separation. Okay, so that's true. We can agree on parity certainly from like 3 on. I think Georgia's like the 1A. Yeah. I don't know if Al- I, I think Alabama right now would be probably th- three point favorites against Georgia See, but neutral. This is, this is kind of what I'm saying and I'm not saying it is that way, but like it Three and a half. Like if, I would, I don't know. if let's say that this is a down year for all the big programs, and right now we're all just because it's Alabama and it's the name brand, and they've looked good, right? And they're undefeated, you know, because they whooped up on Miami week one, and then they beat Florida, which ended up being closer than ever. I mean, what if, like, if if there was ever going to be a year where like no one is undefeated, like we used to see in college football, where there's no undefeated teams, maybe it's two two lost teams or whatever, you know, that end up in the championship game. I feel like this could be it. Maybe what if Alabama loses to Ole Miss this weekend? Or, you know, it doesn't mean they're not still the best team in the country, but this just feels more like one of those college football years we saw kind of before the Alabama and Clemson run started to happen back and back. I mean, the over-under is still 11.5 for Alabama with juice to the over. I would not take the under. Like, I think that Alabama is going to win out. I honestly think if you have the Alabama under or you think that they're going to falter here coming up, Unfortunately, that game against Florida was the worst thing ever. That was a wake-up call. Yeah. When when Alabama gets a two-point win on the road, that's a chance for Saban to say, "Look, this is how close it is. This yeah. is fragile. Like we need to fight for what we have here." That's the the best thing that could happen to Alabama. So, no, I think they run the schedule. I mean, looking up here, here, let's see, I'm pulling it up right now. Their next couple of games, they've got, uh, like you said, Ole Miss this weekend at yep. home. Good thing that's at home. Yeah. Going to be a tough game. A and M the week after. You know what I think? A and M overrated. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> they got Mississippi State the week after. They'll win that. Tennessee, LSU, New Mexico State. I New don't Mexico see- State. You're just going to chalk mean, that look, up to a win, Tyler. I mean, hey, listen, don't discount the Lobos. The bro. Lobos, dude. Uh, I thought they were the Aggies. They're a pack. Yeah. Oh, they might be. Is it New Mexico? <laughs> <is> the Lobos. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, New Mexico people. Honestly, You're all the same. I think I see Alabama winning out right now. So yeah. you're bull. I, I think you're right. I would I would predict that too. I'm just saying like this just has a a feel to it this whole season 
where like did you see me just splash water chaos. in my eye? Did you see that happen? No. Is it one of those things where you just got an unlucky? Yeah. That's a quick drink of water. It just splashed right in my eye. Just right in your eye. Whew. Can we get him some safety goggles? Can we get me some goggles over here? <laughs> God. Uh, staying in the top five, even though they shouldn't be. Iowa's offense fucking sucks. They look terrible against Colorado State. Can I? Okay. You will yelled at me last week uh, because <laughs> I had Iowa and my team's realistic to win a ship. Okay. I did yell. See, now the there difference between me and Will on the show is I'm willing to accept when I'm wrong. And so <laughs> <That's I'll, laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I will do that today. Will, you were correct last week, you know. I still uh, think they're good. It's just their offense isn't I good. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. As as uh uh Happy Gilmore uh uh it's uh yeah, it's Happy Gilmore. Uh Adam Sandler. As Adam Sandler says to Chubbs, right? Chubbs Peterson, you were right. I was wrong. You're smart. I'm dumb. That's right. Yeah, you're exactly. very good looking. I'm average at best. All of those things. <laughs> all of those things are true. Well, look. The funny thing is that we both we we both agreed on Iowa first half. That was the best bet we gave out mm. in our picks on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we both loved Iowa first half. And By they the were, way, were they losing at half? Our combined picks yes, this year were. are zero and three on best bets dude we're gonna turn it we're about to rip it up the well, last this, this is year. actually very indicative I, i've always been that way where i I'm, i'll give out nine picks and if you tell me to pick my favorite one that's always the one that you fails slow. and the others go you know c- can go well you and know so, those are always the horses you want to bet on i was just in trouble their offense sucks they're still a good team but yeah that was not very convincing for them you know who is a good team speaking of bets the bet board the Arkansas Razorbacks. Ah. Tyler gets the win. What do they say? A pig suey. suey. I love it. I love pig suey. I'm yeah. like, I may have lost the bet board game picking A and M, but I'm I'm like happy about it because I want to watch Arkansas do well. They're such a fun team to root for. Sam Pittman is hilarious. He's super entertaining. KJ Jefferson is like, uh, he reminds me of Cam Newton when he was at at Auburn he's really big and can throw the ball and mm-hmm. and mobile and they're just a fun team to watch yeah I mean he didn't he didn't finish the game I'm not sure I'll, I'll look it up to see what the final um uh, status of him was yeah, but uh, Hor- Horn- Hornsby had to come in and and you know take him home so yeah I mean it was just such a good game and and you're definitely right Tyler A&M was overrated based off their talent and their offense is, is really struggling. And so... Well, look, I, I just don't get this whole idea where Jimbo Fisher gets a couple top five recruiting classes. Right. And all of a sudden, everyone wants to, wants to write them off as top five champs. Now, even... They were pretty good last year, though. But they lost a lot of pieces. I mean, oh, for they, sure. They, they were cycling quarterback. Yeah, new quarterback. A lot of their linemen. Yep. And it's just, I even, you know, even Phil Steele, one of the most accurate predictors in college football, he saw them and said, yeah, top five, easy. They're going to be right there. I'd never understood it. And I don't want to be too much because it's easy to take a victory lap after games happen. Sure. And go back and say, hey, look, but I, I just never saw it. And, and you know, I think they have a couple more losses. I think they're around a, a 20 to 25 team at the end of the year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so. especially if they can get kind of the quarterback situation playing a little better because they do have... The like talent, the defense is really good for A and M. That's for sure. People said they were on the same level as Alabama this year. Yeah, and that's insane. That's crazy, dude. Alabama's going to be two touchdown favorites, and they're probably going to cover. Yeah, like, that's, for sure. That's, that's nuts. Yeah, and so, but so. whatever. All I know is that I'm I'm officially on the Arkansas bandwagon for this mm. year. 
They're so much fun. We got to get a bandwagon sound effect. And unfortunately, if you're if you're an Arkansas fan, that probably means that you're going to lose this weekend because the second that I join yeah. the bandwagon, shit goes. When Will uh, gets on the bandwagon, jump off. Yeah, seriously, on, yeah. honestly, that's yeah. like the that's that's a very good you know uh, uh, measuring tool for that. Is is if your team is doing really good and I jump on the bandwagon, you should probably fade him and go the other way with the next <laughs> bet. So. Um, I'm going to get some more coffee. Okay. Yeah, can, can coffee. do we have three or four minutes for me to go? Can we? Can oh you guys, yeah! All right, all right. Well, uh, Smitty and I got it. Time me. Roll Here we down. go. All right, all right. Let's do a four minute offense. Right. Yeah, one one thousand. Hurry! Two um, one thousand. Three one. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska, Michigan State, Smitty. You saw this game? Yeah, I I didn't. <sighs> I. <laughs> I hate Mel Tucker. Midnight Mel. I hate Nebraska. Yep. Um, you're rooting for the meteor. Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> much. I was hoping for a stroke and the other one to just earthquake fall flat on their yep. face. Sinkhole right in the stadium. <laughs> Something like that. I feel you. Look, it was a good game though. It was. And this one I and uh, we well, I'll have to drag this out so that Tyler gets down here for this because this one pissed me off so bad the ending. Because as you guys know, I'm a big I love uh, betting parlays. I love yep, absolutely by the way, the parlay I gave out on the show last week went O for four. <laughs> so I pray that everyone out there <laughs> faded me and went four and oh on that one. That one's rough. It's okay, we're gonna turn it around. <laughs> we're gonna get the parlay going this year. But I placed another parlay, you know, I placed a few each weekend and I ended up going three out of four. Uh, I'm I'm very ashamed to admit that one of the four winners that I picked was uh, Colorado uh, under their their total of fourteen yeah. and a half. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Uh, didn't have didn't mean to do it. It's strictly business. Listen, um, they're not good. Strictly business. <laughs> but the one that it hinged on or ended up hinging on was I needed Michigan State to cover just three and a half. That line had opened up like five and a half. Yeah. Moved all the way down to three and a half. It goes to overtime. And Michigan State runs the ball. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenneth Walker. He mm-hmm. runs the ball, gets like a shoestring tackle at the one-yard line, right? And and now it's going to be first and goal at the one. And I'm like, yes, my shit is going to – I'm going to – they're going to get a touchdown here. It's first and goal. F- first run play, negative – uh, like negative one yard. Now it's second and goal from the two. They run again. It goes nowhere. Second and goal, uh, third and goal from the two. And I'm thinking, don't you fucking dare do it. Don't you fucking dare do it, Mel Tucker. And they just bring out the field goal team on third down. <laughs> on third down, they kick the field goal from third and goal at like the two and a half yard line. And it crushes my my hopes and dreams. I need him to win by four. They only win by three. Listen, Mel and Tucker had it out for you, dude. He had it out for you. Ugh. I don't like knew. that's such a like that's bad beat territory and I need Tyler's yeah. confirmation on that because I truly feel like it's one thing to lose on a field goal when it, it might not have even happened at that point they were just going to run again on third down and it didn't look like it was going anywhere <laughs> but I had a chance you know I had a chance that Kenneth Walker breaks one and scores a touchdown dude that's the ultimate will thing to happen on a parlay so fucked you. dude so fucked <laughs> it pissed me off so bad I mean third you kick a field goal on third down so that really annoyed me, and that killed my parlay, and I'm very, very upset about it. <laughs> um, okay, Tyler, you're back. I'm back. Okay, so I was telling them, this is bad beat territory, right? Oh, what, no. uh, Michigan Did State Michigan State kicking the field goal. This was, this was the one loser in my four-leg parlay, yes. Uh, you are the king of one of three loser out of four. It's true. You're like 88%. With, professional betters l- would look at Will's overall record and envy it, and he has nothing to show for it. <laughs> That's so true. It's, it's so true. Well, uh, but yeah, so Michigan State on third and goal 
from the three-yard line, not on fourth and goal, kick the field goal in overtime to win. They win by three. I needed him three and a half. That's a oh. bad beat. That's a bad beat. So I mean, on third, look, let's play along. A it's field a bad goal beat. on third down, yeah. though? They didn't kick it on fourth down. It was third and okay. goal, and they kicked the field goal. Look, I'm not... Do you want me to be Take honest, or points. do you want me to just... I want just, you to tell me and make me feel good. No, be honest. Be honest. Honestly, I, I, I feel it's bad. bad I just came down. I got my coffee. I don't want to come down and be Mr. Negative all do of a sudden. It. The way... Okay, this is, it's all personal, so this is my opinion. The way I define a bad beat is if you have like a 95 or over a percent chance to cover. That's not a situation... First and goal at the one... And then and then they get a field goal out of it. They kick on third okay. on third down. I didn't realize it was actually first and goal with a one. It was, and then they got a negative a negative run play. Then okay. a run for zero. Okay. Look, look, first and goal with a one. <laughs> it's rare, actually, right? That you that changes a lot. Yeah, the, the way you rough. explained it. They, oh, sorry. Yeah, they could have easily been driving, gotten to the five or whatever it is, and then kicked the field goal. So no, it's just the fact that they kicked the field goal on third look, down. If they had a first me. and goal with a one and ended up kicking from the five, that is different. They did, and it, so okay, it, I'll it give it to me. you. We'll give okay. it to them. Bad me. Bad uh, so Ryan, we we got to mark down two things. We need a bad B sound effect, and what was the other one we needed? We need a we'll, we'll listen bandwagon. Bandwagon, bandwagon sound effect. That's yeah. it. A bad beat and a bandwagon. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Tech upsets North Carolina, and Tyler was right about this one. The Tar Heels were overrated. They get their asses kicked by Georgia Tech, and I just can't. I I, I looked at the score and I was watching the game, and my eyes didn't even know what I was looking at, and, and none of it adds up to me. Uh, Mac Brown, overrated. Most overrated coach going into this year. Is it Mac Brown? He's I'm not trying to be a championship. No, no, no. Going into this season, right? So where, where? Uh, 25 years ago. Exactly. But here, hold on. Six. That's that only but let's just <laughs> let's rewind, right? Like a month and a half. Yeah. We all the had hype. him. Remember when I did yeah. my coach rankings? Mm-hmm. And we had it. Well, what did I have him? Top 15, right? Yeah. And no one in here, none of the listeners, said, I had some people argue about a couple coaches for sure on Twitter, but no one said a thing about, about Mac Brown. It's true. And he's a top 15 coach. Supposedly it's like, maybe we were quick on that one. Well, And it wasn't just Mac Brown. It's like, it's Sam Howell. There is a lot of talent there and they were a good team last year. And so for them to lose to Georgia tech, it's one thing to lose at Virginia tech week one. Like that's excusable right. in right. my eyes because that's a tough spot, but like Georgia tech is not a very good team. Their defense is, is a lot better this year, but you know, you can't lose to them if you're North no, Carolina, you can't. I don't think. Now, do you think it's a stretch, Sam Howell's dog treats? Because Howell, like uh, a wolf dog. Yeah, I mean, Is the that fact that we didn't catch it initially right. means that, that Maybe it's there's not something there, though. Like, can you domesticate a wolf? Are there any wolf products? You can domesticate wolves. That's what dogs are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Aren't there wolves out there? There are wolves. People do have, like, pet wolves and shit. Okay, so it's not the weirdos. same thing, Will. If you have I mean, a poodle. From a scientific If you have a little shih tzu and a wolf, the wolf would eat the shih tzu. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're definitely right about that. I agree. Um... <laughs> Auburn. I mean, come on now. And that's something else I was right about. Brian Harson. do you want to... What was it that you said last week? You were going to ask me every oh. week if I apologize for Brian well, Harson. I said we're going to get spray paint and spray it on the wall. I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, they almost the... lose to Georgia State, and okay. they bench Bo Nicks. Hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. Week four, 2021, <laughs> is like the title week for teams underperforming against bad teams. We can mm. look across the board. 15 of the 20 games that should have been blowouts this week were not for very good reason. Teams, they, I will give credit. 
there's been a lot of good scheduling this year. We had great games week one, great games week two, great games week three. Unfortunately, week four, we had some duds. And the fact that Auburn went to Penn State for the wideout game has had these huge non-conference games, and then they have to play, who was it? Georgia little, State. Little podunk of the Mississippi River State. Dude, no wonder they didn't get up. And I don't blame them one bit. I saw it all across the board. Iowa did it with CSU. They did They did it in this game. It's easy to not get up for a high school team coming to town. True. And that happened. So I don't blame them at all. And I don't like to give my, my picks away, but I'm on Auburn this weekend coming up. I think they have a huge bounce back week at LSU. And, and, and I, I'd give Love no it. credit to that because a lot of people saw that game and they're going to be fading the top. The, uh, fading Auburn, it's true on LSU. So no, it's, finally bench bone. That's Bo the Nicks. quintessential idea. Exactly. That, that's actually the positive. I think yeah. there is that you get a new quarterback. Uh, speaking of big upsets, Minnesota thirty point favorite loses to Bowling. I Green. love that as a CU that's fan rough. to get embarrassed at home by thirty points and then they go <laughs> lose to Bowling Green. That's yeah. always fun to see. Yeah, that is fun to see. Yeah. Uh, another one for Tyler to gloat in my face. Iowa State loses to Baylor. Um, Matt, uh, look, I can't. Let, let's hire him for the Patriots next. <laughs> I mean, after that kind of a loss, let's just put him right at the top. The, Alabama, shoot, let's fire Sabe and bring him in. The most glaring thing I saw with Iowa State is like they really don't. They need. They're missing like a outside of Brees Hall, and they have some good tight ends. They don't have like a game breaker on offense. They need a wide receiver. Stop, dude. It's true. The they do. The whole thing though about Iowa State coming into this year is they finally have that roster. Yeah, but and now th- they lose not a couple wide receiver. Like, no oh, one ever that's... said that about receivers. They had tight end and running back but they and had, quarterback. But game day was calling them a legitimate top 10 team. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, this yeah, week, last week. They were wrong. Like, I was wrong. That's fine. All I'm saying is that I I think they're if they they they're just missing like some sort of a punch. I don't on know. Offense. I, I, look, I'm not. I don't want to make this a whole thing, but because I don't want to like drive in the point. Because I think that I've overstated it with Matt Campbell. He's a good coach. We don't need to overlook yeah. that. But they they just have a good roster. Okay, they they have they have the team finally to where they're supposed to where they're, where they're supposed to do. Right. Then they lose a couple games. And my least favorite take, the worst take I think on Twitter that I've seen is. Oh, okay. Great coach. He's hit his ceiling. You can only go so high with right. Iowa State. It's like these Matt Campbell fans, they can't lose. Either he's the best coach ever he has to get hired or they lose. Oh, well, he's great. I mean, he's hit his ceiling with his school. He has to go somewhere else. It's yeah, like, I don't know about that. There's no talking them out. And I'm not saying you. I don't right. I don't want to mix up for, for, to be very clear to the audience. I'm not talking about Will here. Right. I'm clear. I'm, I'm talking about when I look on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and I see what people are saying about him. The apologists are largely saying, you know what, he's a great coach, but this is as far as you can go with Iowa State. Right. But two weeks ago, they're a title contender. Right. So it's just uh, that that is the exact reason why I'm so hard on him. Not because sure. I think he's some scumbag. It's because everyone wants to tout him as the next best thing, and he's 37 and 30 at Iowa State. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I just don't get it. So. Well, Baylor looked awesome. Baylor seems like they're back. Baylor. Yeah, well, and, and with Iowa State specifically, like they've had some, you know, obviously some success in the last couple of years, but now they kind of, other than Oklahoma and, and I guess Texas, uh, they've got a target on their backs now. For sure. You know, the last, couple, the last couple of years, they, they were kind of sneaking up on people, and this year it's like, well, no, when you're a top, you know, ranked in the top 10, you know, people are going to give you their best game. That's right. a good point. But look, I mean... I also want to be clear about this because I want my opinion. I don't want to be Skip Bayless. I want to be clear so we can play this back and people who listen and follow the show know this. I believe in him long term. Okay, right. look at Cliff Kingsbury. 
What was his record? Do we remember his record at Texas Tech? It wasn't was like, good. It, was, it was, wasn't very good. It was, I think, just above 500 or something like that. So it's not just about wins and losses. I totally understand that. And I think he could do a lot at a bigger college. I think if he goes to USC, yeah. he's going to do th- good things at USC. I think if he goes to the NFL, I think he's actually going to be a good coach. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm so anti Matt Campbell, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. People yeah. just chalk it up and, and and it's way over the over the over the For top, sure. So. I think the yeah, I mean the the only thing and, and we'll get off it here in a second, but like, you know, what's surprising to me is like they were a really good team last year and they brought back basically everyone and they just looked they look way worse than they but did that's last the year. The problem is I think that we got into that problem. I think other shows yeah. did, is 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 we get in the habit of, well, this would happen last year. I don't right. see it going much different again. this year. Yeah. yeah so it's good point. you know, it's well, speaking uh, of a, a target on your back and disappointed, Clemson. Clemson goes down in overtime to NC State. Uh, their offense sucks, and I got <laughs> I gotta say, the only thing that sucks more. I this is the first game where I saw where I actually realized it. I hate the new overtime rules. It's 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 so foreign. Like I felt like college football overtime was so good. Now in the second overtime, you already have to go for two, and then by the third overtime, it's just two point conversions. I don't like that. I know What's it speeds wrong with it that? up. It, it, I just it, all it is that I preferred the other way. I liked that you had to go back and forth until a winner was decided with the match stuff. I know sometimes the games went crazy long or whatever, but like I don't. I feel like a game shouldn't be decided on dueling two point conversions. It feels it feels like a like a penalty shootout. You know, I mean, I honestly don't have a strong opinion, so I'll just play devil's advocate. Yeah, but I think that could be exciting. I mean, you, you get the kicker out of it, and it brings in the element of now do you go for two in first overtime and put guess, that yeah. pressure on the other team? So I don't see that if there's anything wrong. Plus, I think that's exciting to now where you go for two if you get it. Yeah. You know, now then now they've got to get it. So. But it, it- kind of comes across that like the NCAA is like all right let's wrap this up yes but, it, no, I agree but it's with player that. safety sure do you think it's not well no safety? I mean I, I just in, in, anytime in the NFL or college when they talk about player safety it's like well you know I don't I mean I look it doesn't mean that they don't have good intentions but it, it, mm. the whole thing is kind of a joke good in intentions. My opinion. isn't that a song Ooh. oh that's a good vibration good vibration <laughs> good intentions yeah good intentions yeah I'd look, I just don't like it I don't know why uh, yeah. like just seeing it and I'm maybe you, it's Will. like an old man like you changed up my thing and I don't like change thing but mm. to me it just I don't know well, I, and how seeing fun it were those, sucks you know how fun were those games going like you know five six seven overtimes yeah like, just crazy yeah, I don't as an under better yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's true. Let's wrap these things up. You know, it's like God. <laughs> I want true. These nine overtimes. Yeah. Uh, but look, you know, Clemson. They're like they were bound to have an off year under Dabo. I don't think you have to overreact here with Clemson. And all it does is it makes Saban's run in Alabama seem all that more impressive. When you see these other teams that had become yeah. powerhouses, and we thought like, oh, maybe they're on that level, and then they have down years, and Alabama seemingly doesn't at all. So. It always just comes back to Nick Saban's just a fucking freak. So Saban, the yeah. Sabinator. Oh, there you go. Wendy's. Sabinator. Wendy's sponsoring Ooh. Nick Saban. It I comes like with it. Yeah. Not nine pieces of bacon instead of six. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's just got to do everything. Pieces of bacon. He's just got to do everything better. Just, just no meat, just bacon. Just all just, bacon. Yeah, just, just a Sabinator. A uh, uh, couple news and notes. 
Uh, Ohio State dismissed their linebacker at a tenter, temper tantrum on the on the sideline. I don't know if you saw this. He like tried to go into the game and like sub himself on basically, and the player that he was trying to go in for waved him he off. Pulled a Kobe. He yeah. He threw his gloves into the stands. Tried to take his jersey off. He went back into the locker room, went to his Instagram, and said and tw- or he tweeted out "fuck Ohio State." Oh man. And then of course apologized, and then they dismissed him and kicked him off the team. So. Uh, I always love to see that. Uh, I want trouble to see Columbus. the dismissal. Do you think it was cordial? Do you think they said, you all dismissed? You all the weakest link. I, w- I hope they just slid like an envelope under his door. That's how I hope it works. <laughs> just know? gave him the uh, the pink slip. Yes. Gave him exactly. his walking papers. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that one? Hard Knocks. I think it was the Jets. And the guy, I felt so bad. The guy just shows up. And his key card yeah, doesn't work. Oh, yeah. and he's just locked out. That's it's like, brutal. He's like, I guess I got cut. He's like looking in like at his teammates. Like, I guess I'm cut. <laughs> That's rough. Like, have, uh, have send the guy a fucking text message. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, God. That, that is rough. You go all the way to the facility. Have either one of you guys been fired from a job? Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Have? Yeah. I haven't been fired. Good old, uh, yeah. Well, let's not get into it, but yeah. I've been fired. <laughs> <laughs> let's not I'm, get I'm, into I'm, it. Legal fired, proceedings. I, 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 I have quit a job before. Okay. Yeah. And there's nothing better than, you know, telling him to go. Oh, you up, like didn't put your two weeks up. in? You just oh, walked no. out? Well, I, nice. I, I worked for a questionable owner and um, yeah, he was being, he was being rough with a cat and I just was like, no. Nope. Oh, no. And, and an old cat. vet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've quit a job before. I didn't see here. The th- here's the thing about quitting a job. You have this idea of pulling a George Costanza yes. and walking in and telling your boss what you think. But when it comes down to it, well, for me at least, I was I was more professional than I would have ever given myself credit for. <laughs> I mean, but plus, you also have to think about the future, and I didn't, I didn't, you right, know, about right. recommendations. Yeah, the the, the, the reference like goes a long way. But the boss that I that I you know I've quit a couple of jobs, and it's always cordial. I mean, look, if you have a good boss who wants the best for you, they usually get it because you're yeah. usually quitting for a different job, you know, trying to elevate. It's like, hey, good job. Congratulations. Good luck in the future. But I had one boss and it was in radio, small station. I was part of their future plans. He didn't like the fact that I was leaving and he handled it like a child and he was young himself and he was running the station. Yeah. But he handled it like a fucking child. Yeah, because he knew that he was screwed with you leaving. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and so to this day, I mean, he, like, right after he deleted me, like, on all social media, nice. cut all ties. That'll show you. Well, and look, now with... Now and with, what was his name? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now with, you know, the company, and this 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 digital media company, Woos Media, that this show's a part of, is growing. I think there are, the, these paths might cross eventually. It's going to be like, hey, remember that bridge burn one? Offer him a like, job yeah. is like a janitor or something. Exactly right. Yeah. But no, uh, quitting can be uh, something else. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, special thanks to BetUS. I love making my bets at BetUS. Now, for those who don't know, for our new listeners, I am a professional better. And let me tell you, there's nothing more important than shopping around. The one thing I've found going website to website, BetUS offers some of the most competitive prices out there. Doesn't matter what you want to bet, these, the, the spread, total, over, under, player props, teasers, whatever it is, BetUS offers anything that you want to do. Check them out online, BetUS.com. Use promo code TAILGATE when you're signing up. That does a couple things. That gives you the access to use all their different bonuses and their promo codes. 125% bonus. Uh, there's all different kinds of bonuses after you sign up. That's one of the great things about them. But it lets them know that you listen to this show and you're supporting us. So you go put in the promo code tailgate. It really goes a long way helping us out. And hey, get you a couple dollars back too. So check them out online, betus.com, and uh, make some money today. Yeah, shout out BetUS. Uh, asses of fire, boys. Asses of fire. Let's play it. 
bought six tickets to Asses of Fire. Yeah. It's that time of the it's year. It's back. Yep. It's back. We're only four weeks in, and we've already got coaches on the hot seat. We do. I've got four names, and uh, wow. I'm sure we have some similar ones, but wow. I... Usually when we do this, you throw one my way that I'm not thinking of. And so you can throw one my way. Uh, I'll give you the first one. I think it's probably on both. On this. <laughs> it's probably on both of our uh, list is Scott Frost. Yes. They're struggling. Oh, and, my and God. And the, the AD already wants to fire him. He's got a very fiery ass at the moment. Dude, the headline is easy. <laughs> the frost is melting on the hot seat. That one writes itself. I and mean, get, get, here's what I want as a CU fan. Yeah. And I want the worst for that program. Keep him around. Give him the old uh, John Gruden, right? Mm. Ten-year contract. Lock him up. <laughs> yeah, that's lock what I him want. Up. I like Excellent. it. Absolutely. You know what? He could also qualify for crotches of fire if we did a <laughs> if we did a segment on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a redhead. Does Shout the out carpet Redhead. match the drapes? <laughs> uh, uh, who, who do you got on your list? Uh, Jeff Brom. Oh, Mr. Nice. Brown. Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Interesting. Well, here's the thing. Purdue actually... It's more like Purdue. Oh, <laughs> hey-o. Purdue has expectations. They want to compete. You know, Pull I don't blame them. They want to run a certain style of football, bring in certain players. He had high expectations. He's not living up to them at all. I think he's on the hot seat, and I would... Uh, the Brom... Hmm. Give me a second for that one. The Brom bomb. No? The, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> The clock is ticking on the Brom Bomb. On the Brom Bomb. Oh, right. You were looking for a headline. I, I was see. looking for a I'm headline. I'm glad we worked out that bit. Yeah. Guys. Well, if, if, if Scott Satterfield ends up getting fired at Louisville, so uh, Brom played at Louisville, and when they hired Satterfield, they went after him hard. Mm-hmm. He was already at Purdue, but he was doing well at the time, so he stayed. I could see him going there. Next on my list, he's also at the top of everyone's list, is Mike Norvell of yeah. Florida State. I totally agree start. with that. Florida State needs to be back. Certain yeah. programs, even USC, I have question marks. Can you recruit to LA? They have such a political staff there at USC. It's tough to work. With Florida State, there's no excuse. The 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 AD and the and the athletic program right. gives you all the money, all the resources to work with. You're in Florida. I don't get why Florida State can't win. That's right. one of the biggest and you're in the ACC. Like, exactly. All you have to compete with is Clemson, it's really. It's so weird to me how they haven't been able to win yet. So I think yeah. he should be on the hot seat. It shouldn't be that tough to win at FSU. It's, I think it's still a great job. I'm I think t- it's still a really good job. I'm telling you, I called it a couple weeks ago. Coach Prime, he's coming. Coach oh, Prime, dude. Love that that would time. be really sweet Prime to see. Uh, next on my list, we're staying in Florida is Manny Diaz. That, it's the same Miami team every year. It's like they got so much talent. They'll show it in a couple games and they get their asses kicked the second they get to the next level. You know, it doesn't mean that he's a, a really bad coach because I don't think that's true, but he's not what Miami needs in order to get back over that hump. And it's the same thing. They're in the ACC. They're in a talent-rich area. They should be able to compete at a much higher level and uh, they just can't do it under Manny Diaz. Yeah. I, I, uh, have you ever heard Manny Diaz talk? Yeah. I feel like he, we, he should have a real soft voice. Really? I don't know. He's a tough... I mean, I know he's not like a big dude, but he's tough looking, you know? Is he? Yeah, he looks like he should be Mm. a cop. That's what I think. He's got a cop look to him. Hmm. Who you got next on your list? Uh, Let's see here. Unfortunately, I I want this for the coach's best interest. So this is more of a... I want to self-inflict a hot seat. And it's on someone I love. But sometimes Hmm. you got to do this to people you care about. Don't say Leach. I got to get Leach out of the SEC. <laughs> I got to get him out of there. I don't like these constant week in, week out. It's too much. He needs to be able to recruit differently. I don't like it. It's He's not meant for the SEC. 
I'm on leech in in more political suicide. The flip flop. <laughs> He's flip flopping. <laughs> the biggest leech guy. But you know what? I didn't even have him on my list. I'm not flip flopping. I don't I think he's. Better I actually want to give leech more time, and I think he could do well there. But it's just going to take a minute. Uh, the next he's guy on my list, though, Jimmy Lake at Washington. No, I had my Ricky questions Lake before the Ricky Lake. I I had my questions before <laughs> the season. Following Chris Peterson's really tall order in Washington is not the easiest place to recruit and play. And uh, they've struggled this year. So those are the four guys on my list. Tyler, Smitty, anyone else you guys have? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Then what well, we'll do... hey, can I put Carl Durrell on there? Let's see you buffs. Good God. Fire yeah. them all. Jeez, it's looked bad. <laughs> you guys were into, well, to be fair, you guys rented him last year, but he also was like hired when you had no one else to hire. So he like, he was like the, uh, Mel, dude, he the was like East the last us. girl that you, that's left to take to homecoming. He that's was the last was. girl at the bar, but CU <laughs> was hammered. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. And we went home that night, and it was 2020. You took her out in the light. And then 2021 happens, and it's like... Yeah, it's rough. Hmm. You know what? It, it kind of reminds me, you know, to switch gears a little bit here, of when Patrick Waugh was the head coach of the Colorado Avalanche. Yep. He quit, and there was nobody on the open market. Granted, uh, Bednar has done, you know, yeah. a good job with, Some with hockey the abs, talk. Yeah, let, yeah let, let, let's get deep in some NHL hockey talk. Right <laughs> no, now, I that's... like it though. It is but I'm similar. just saying it was like Mel Tucker. He just like, it, well, and the way it, the way it progressed too, it was, you know, I'm a buff for life, blah, blah, blah. And then as the hours rolled past, you're like, Oh, he's gone. No, yeah. I, I love Ryan's going here. While we're talking hockey, uh, Ryder cup. Anyone see the Ryder cup? Shout out weekend? USA. Fuck. USA. Yeah. We destroyed those stupid USA. Europeans. USA. <laughs> So win for capitalism, a, a win for America, a win <laughs> for bald eagles. A win for hot dog eating contests. Yes. yes. Trump 2024. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> that's, where that's where all roads lead. There he goes. Uh, all right. Week five, we got week five uh, best bets. We're going to break down the games, and then we are going to end with this the uh, movie synopsis game that Smitty has put together. So... Week five. Week five. Best bets. Week five best bets. We're starting with Boston College <laughs> at Clemson. Clemson, a 15.5-point home favorite. They lose last week in overtime to NC State. Boston College, by the way, 4-0. and They're doing really well. And you look at Clemson, their offense is horrible. They're 105th in points per game in the country. They scored three points against Georgia, 14 against Georgia Tech, 14 in regulation against NC State. So why on earth are they 15.5-point favorites here against what appears to be a really good Boston College team? You know, they can't run the ball. And you look at the stats, Boston College is very good at stopping the run. You know, they, they, they've given up less than 100 yards on the ground per game this year. You know, we know Clemson has a good defense. That's obvious. But the offense has been so bad. So the only thing I can think of here, Tyler, is that, you know, Boston College's passing defense did show some holes against Mizzou last week. And maybe there's an expectation that Clemson is going to have this big bounce back game after the disappointing loss. But I kind of feel like it's the opposite from a motivation standpoint. I think Clemson's playoff hopes are dead. Uh, I think they still, you know, they're still alive in the ACC, but it doesn't look very good. I think Clemson can win this game, but I just don't see any way that they can cover 15 and a half points. Am I crazy? I mean, I just hate following a great team. Then they lose. And now everyone's fading them. Unfortunately, right. I'm on that side, but these are the games where I don't love to bet because yeah. you're going with everyone. It's like the, this could be a, a, 
a, a game where Dabo gets his team ready. They they come back and put up fifty. I have no idea. I think the the volatility of this game is huge. So For sure, I'm not rushing to bet this game. I love BC this year. Yeah, they're I mean, good. Yeah, no kidding, man. And the thing with Boston College is, I think the last couple of years we've always said, okay, they can compete if their defense is good. They can keep. They're scoring points. They are great offensively right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. And look, that's the, to me, it's it's it, yeah, it is a bit of a fade of Clemson, but it's more of a. I, I like Boston College here. They played Boston College almost beat Clemson last year, and that was like like a very good Clemson team. And so right. now now we have this opportunity, and you know maybe there's a revenge factor because of that for whatever reason. <laughs> I'm not going to say that Boston College is going to win this game. I think they can, but I, I think 15 and a half is too many points, and I think that number will move down if if nothing if you know just for the public fading that. And so I think 15 and a half is a good number. I'm going to take. The, the Screaming Eagles, the Eagles. He's taking the Screaming Eagles. Uh, next up, Big Ten play in Indiana plus 10.5 at mm. Penn State. Mm. Revenge game for Penn State. Last year, they played this game, I think, week one, and Indiana beat them with that crazy... It was like a touchdown where the ball touched the pylon and the out-of-bounds line at the same time. Ended up getting Indiana the win. Didn't look like it was very you know legitimate one way or the other. But this is, this is a revenge game for Penn State. Their defense has been amazing this year. Their offense hasn't been that great, but they're getting the job done. And then you look at Indiana. I mean, look, they're 2-2, two and two, but for a 2-2 two and two team, they're pretty good. They only have losses to Iowa and Cincinnati. Those are both good teams. Uh, the Hoosiers' defense has been solid, but the offense hasn't been great, and I'm worried about Michael Penix. He's been inaccurate, and he's turned the ball over a lot. I don't know. Look, this just feels like a classic Penn State wins but you know the, the all the money's going to be on Penn State, and I think I'm going to pull a little fade of the public here, fade Penn State a little bit, and I'm going to take Indiana plus ten and a half. Tyler, you are you, are you thinking this might be uh, bat board territory? Mm-hmm. I can see it all over his face. Is it ten and a half? I ten and a half. See if I can get a ten out there. Let's see. I'm going to double check. Will uh, you double check? Look, uh, I'll look and see what the line is currently. Look, Penn State can blow them out. But to me, it's just their offense hasn't shown. To me, this isn't about Penn State. To me, this is about Indiana. Yeah, we know, in my opinion, what Penn State is, what their ceiling is, and I think we know we're going to get out of Penn State. Indiana is a question mark. They came in with such high expectations, and I actually agreed with that. It's about Michael Penix Jr. And I think the one thing that we sometimes underestimate as college football fans how important quarterback is. Now, if you're a fan who also likes the NFL. That's obvious. We know in the NFL you need a quarterback. That's 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 pretty much given for any NFL debate conversation. We know that. It's different in college. Sometimes you have such a great team. It's like as long as the quarterback can be so good, we will be great this year. Yeah. I think that's changing. And I think in college football more than ever, you need that real leader, that elite player on offense at quarterback if you're going to compete. And I'm not so sure Michael Penix is that guy. I mean, at least after his injury, he doesn't look how he did before. For sure. So I haven't seen it yet. So it's so tough for me to think they can keep this within two scores. Like you mentioned, the revenge factor. That's huge. Okay. I always look for, do these coaches have a reason to get margin? I hate taking so many points. But Penn Fran- or, uh, <laughs> Penn Franklin? Ben, ben, ben Franklin. <laughs> James Franklin. Uh, has every reason Ben Franklin? Yes. Yeah. What was? What, does Ben? Hey, Franklin they're both a, Philadelphia people. Does he have? A and quote? they're both bald. Does, ah! he have, does he have a quote? What did Ben Franklin say? 
Uh, he said a lot of things. Can we get like? He said, a, uh, "I found electricity." No, yeah. I mean, look, I'll look up a famous uh, he, quote. He actually said quote uh, that I can make into James Franklin. I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Okay, that's not a good one that's for James Franklin, real. Ryan, and that's not real. Okay, maybe some <laughs> right, Ben Franklin lo- lo- out there lo- said that in history, but not that. Ben you Franklin. can turn this one into a football analogy. Okay. I got you. Love your enemies, for they tell you your faults. Oh my gosh! That tell me that doesn't deep. apply to football. That's James Franklin, Ben Franklin. Your enemies tell you your faults. Okay. They show what you're doing wrong. I like mine better. Yeah, I do too. (laughs) Anyway, I think James Franklin has reason to run this up because Penn State right now is questionable. Are they a contender? Are they not? And he knows that. If they can get margin this game, that's going to be important for them. They're not going to want to take their foot off the off the pedal. Yeah. So that's big. Also, the rev- the rev- uh, revenge factor. So yep. you put everything together. I like them. Let's come back at the end. Circle back around. This could be a bedboard game. You just want that half point. We don't have to circle back to anything. Tell it's, uh, just tell me straight up. You want that half point? It's ten and a half. It came down it all the way 10 from. And a half. Came no. down from twelve. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not taking ten and a half right now. Oh, we'll see at the I end am. of the show. I'm taking ten and a half. The, I like that at, half point. At the end of the show, if if there's nothing else, we'll put this on the bedboard. Okay. okay. All right. That's cool. Look, so we'll I, circle back around. I think Penn State could blow them out, but I just think that Indiana's defense is still not getting the the respect that they deserve. So I think they keep it close. Um. Moving on, Cincinnati at Notre Dame. This is the next big matchup for Cincinnati. They got through. They beat Indiana. They only have two Power 5 matchups on their schedule to try to mm-hmm. make a playoff resume. This is the big one. They go at Notre Dame. The Fight Irish. Cincinnati, a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now on the road. Yeah. Really would have thought Notre Dame would be the home favorite, especially after the big win over Wisconsin. I get it. Cincinnati is off a bye, so you have to take that into account here, right? Uh, looks like Jack Cohn will play for Notre Dame, but he's probably not going to be 100% after that big hit he took against Wisconsin. That's a big question mark. But to me, the biggest question is, can Notre Dame stop the run? Desmond Ritter is a fine quarterback. He's mobile, but he's not going to win you the game if it's all on him to throw the ball. And Notre Dame needs to be able to stop the run for Cincinnati and force Desmond Ritter to throw if they want to win this game. Another interesting side note for this, Marcus Freeman, he was the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati for the last few years, really built up a name for himself to the point uh, when uh, Notre Dame lost their defensive coordinator, they, they hire Marcus Freeman. So Marcus Freeman goes from Cincinnati to Notre Dame. He knows the Cincinnati personnel as well as anyone. Um, you know, you look at some of the stats the, the Irish successfully held the Wisconsin. The Irish. They, they dominated the Wisconsin run game. They, they dominated the Wisconsin run game last week. You know, I think at home they can keep Cincinnati from running the ball. And, you know, Cincinnati's defense can also keep Notre Dame in check. I think that with a week off, you know, Cincinnati's defense is tough. They're very physical. I, you know, I don't love the spread one way or the other here. I think I'd lean Notre Dame at home. But what I'm, my favorite bet here is find the, the first half total and go under. I don't think you're going to see a lot of points in the first and second quarters for the reasons I said before. You know, Marcus Freeman knows Cincinnati really well. They're going to try to take away the run game, and I think they can do that. I don't think Desmond Ritter can you know go out and throw for a ton of uh, touchdowns just by himself like that, and I think that Notre Dame is going to be a little bit beat up from the Wisconsin game. Cincinnati has a good defense. I'm going first half under. Uh, that's what you're going? First half under? Yes. I mean, that's so peculiar. Is it? Yeah, I don't. It's love peculiar. That. It's very peculiar. That's the bet. Okay, that's what I like, and we're gonna. It's gonna hit. So just you know. Okay. No, I like uh, Cincinnati this game. Do and you? I, I, yeah, I do. I've been on uh, Notre Dame all year. I yeah. think they've got a, be- a better team than a lot of people thought. I love their passing game. I mean, they can go middle to deep. 
probably better than any team in college football. I mean, they have a great vertical passing game. Yeah. I love Notre Dame next year. They're just so young right now. They've got too many guys who don't understand how to finish a game. And I think last week's result is going to be really uh, confusing. I think a lot of people are going to look at that and say 41-16, whatever it was. It was some huge yeah. blowout. That was so misleading. Those defensive touchdowns, the turnovers. Yeah. That's not. It was third. They were losing in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Notre Dame was, you know. So that is going to overwhelm a lot of betters. And I think there's value on Cincy right now. I think Cincinnati's built to win this year. I think Brian Kelly probably is a little bit better than Luke Fickle. But in a game like this, the edge goes to Cincinnati. The only place where I worry if I'm going to bet on the Bearcats is their pass blocking. Right now, forty six point five on on a Pro Football Focus College. That's bottom 20% in the league. Okay, yeah. So they're not pass blocking well. And if Notre Dame can generate pressure, this could have a long night written all over for Cincinnati. So while I do like Cincy minus two and a half, it's a, it's a power ratings play for me. I think we have the better team. I'm not rushing to bet this. I don't love it as a bet board game, but I certainly lean Cincinnati. I, I, I think that they win this game. Okay. And again, Notre Dame is better than I think a lot of people had them this year. Yeah. That doesn't mean we bet on them every game. Come next year, when Notre Dame brings 19 starters back, presumably, everyone knowing this system, you know, next year is when Notre Dame's going to be a real contender. I'm just not sure they have it to win games like this this season. So I'll go Cincy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, and Notre Dame's got a tough schedule coming up because, like, I think like seven of their next eight games the it's, it's, it's some absurd number six of the next eight they play the team that uh, just came off a bye it's it's an absurd Gee, that absurdly it's tough schedule point. and it starts right here with Cincinnati off their bye so yeah. you know I, I just like that first half under uh, SEC Ole Miss at Alabama man this game was so good last year right now Bama 14 and a half point favorite and the, my biggest question mark is was that Florida game an indicator of some weaknesses in Bama's offense, or was it just kind of more of a random thing where they had a, a bad second half and it's nothing to worry about? But it could also be, did Dan Mullen scheme something up that worked? And Florida just has the guys to do that, right? For that sure. could also be the case to where yeah. any other coach could say, because I think we get in the habit of saying, the blueprint's out there. Exactly. Well, Florida has different guys. Yeah. So that could be it too. If there's one thing we know, there's not a blueprint to beat Alabama. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, you're right. I, that, that's just kind of why I, I just want to see if that second half was indicative of anything that we're going to see going forward. Because... To be honest, too, Florida ran the ball all too well against Alabama in the second half. They were running it down Alabama's throat. And if Alabama's defense, which we think is supposed to be really good this year, I said that many times, if they're giving up big chunks on the ground, you know, that that creates opportunities for teams. It creates opportunities for Ole Miss. Can they get a push with the offensive line? Ole Miss almost beat Alabama last year. But it's interesting because Bama wins that game. But I do think there's a bit of a revenge factor because after the game, Saban said that he thought that Lane Kiffin and his staff were stealing the signals. And so I think that that might be a little bit of a revenge factor. Or maybe you look and say, hey, Lane Kiffin knows the signals. He may be able to steal them again. Look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Alabama is not the best team in the country. But I think that maybe because of all these other teams being down, we might be overrating them a little bit. Because we're saying, oh, everyone else is bad, but Alabama is still good. I think there might be some holes on, in that uh, in that offense and protecting the quarterback. And 14 and a half seems like a lot, especially with 
a team like Bama that gives up that backdoor cover so often. If I'm going to bet Bama here, it'd probably be a first half thing. But for the for the total, I'm actually going to go with Ole Miss plus 14 and a half right now. Will with the obscure bets. I think Will doesn't want some bet board action this week. No way. I think Will's Take going. Bama. To, I think Will's going into bet into a week five. And uh, with he's a two game lead, he's getting nervous. <laughs> you had a big lead coming in. It's five three. I'm, I'm right behind nervous. you. I'm good. I'm like Usain Bolt. I turn it on right now. You know here. one thing that you've said many times: you don't bet against Nick Saban. So why don't you just go ahead and not bet against him? We'll make this a bet board game. You want to make this a bet board game? You know, what? Ole Miss plus fourteen and a half. I want Ole Miss. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I want my Rebels, man. Yeah, I mean, look, they're just. I I think that that they're. Their defense doesn't even have to be good for them to stay in games this yeah, year. Yeah, but their defense is so improved. I yes. look at all... I mean, they are top 20 team in uh, pass rush. They're a yep. top 20 team overall defense. They're tackling well. Their coverage... Uh, Alabama's not going to be able to pick them off like they have the last couple of years. I mean, Ole Miss can That's cover tough. now. They got a really good secondary. So it's all on paper, obviously, and it's yeah. easier said than done against Alabama. But 14 and a half points... That's a I'm taking Ole Miss. I think that Lane Kiffin is the type of coach too that even if they're down late, you know he's going to be throwing the ball, he's going to be trying to score, and that creates a big opportunity for that backdoor cover. So there you uh, go, fourteen and a half Ole Miss. Next up, staying in the SEC, Arkansas at Georgia, eighteen and a half point favorite for the Dogs. Pig Suey, he's saying it. Pig Suey, I said it before. I'm on the Arkansas bandwagon. I thought last week would be the week that they finally showed some cracks and the hype would be too much. They they beat Texas, then I thought, okay, A and M will kind of bring them back to reality, but they didn't. In fact, they looked amazing against A and M. So can they do it again against Georgia? Look, I think the Arkansas's defense is very good, and I think they can slow Georgia's defense, Georgia's offense a little bit. But I don't have a ton of faith in Arkansas's offense being able to run the ball in Georgia, especially with KJ Jefferson's injury being up in the air right now. We don't know. It's you know after the game he said he thinks it's, you know it's good. That that was his quote. Yeah, I, I looked it up uh, when we were talking about uh, you know the Hogs earlier, and uh, seems like he's uh, he's good to go this Saturday. Okay. So. so, but either way, I mean he's probably not a hundred percent right. If right. it's enough to take him out of the game, yeah, he might play, but. To me, if if Arkansas is going to win this game, KJ Jefferson is going to have to play like hero ball and probably throw for like four touchdowns. They're going to have to have an you know an insane performance on defense. Um, I think Georgia, you know, this might not be a popular opinion. I think they might actually be the best team in the country right now. I think that they're dominating teams. Week one against Clemson, they were missing a ton of guys on offense, and I think that that's why you saw them struggle against Georgia's defense. All that being said, though, I'm not going to be on the wrong side again for Arkansas. I hated being on A&M side and, and then still loving watching them beat uh, beat A&M on Saturday. And I just don't want to be on that wrong side. And so <laughs> I'll stick with Arkansas plus 18 and a half right now. Go Hogs, Pig Suey, let's go. Yeah, I don't get the... I mean, this is clear, obviously, that there's a huge gap between Alabama and Georgia and the rest of the league, like yeah. we talked about earlier. And, and this is evidence of that. I mean, this is a huge spread. For sure. I don't understand it. I think Arkansas is better than that. So I think there's value right now at 18.5. I love uh, the Hogs. Yeah, because, I mean, look, it's probably going to be... If there's one thing we know about Arkansas is that they want to play good defense and run the ball and chew the clock and dominate time of possession. And so, you know, we need them... I, I, if they're going to cover this game, if they're going to have a chance against Georgia, then it's going to have to be more of that. They're going to have to dominate time of possession, run yeah, the ball. Yeah, but they can do that. This is a good team. I mean, when I had Texas against them a couple of weeks ago, yeah, we both. I did. walked away from that saying, that wasn't about Texas. That was about Arkansas. And then last week, I took Arkansas, 
and I'm starting to notice that this team is real, but the market is saying, ah, uh, we're not so sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm willing to bet against it, so okay. we'll take them. Cool. We're both on the hogs. Speaking Big of Texas, Texas at TCU. Longhorns are a five-point road favor here against TCU. Trap game. Trap game. Texas Trap is, game. Texas Trap is game. back for now. Whoop, whoop, right now, Texas whoop, whoop. is back. 30%. Look, TCU coming <laughs> off a very disappointing loss to SMU at home yeah. with a bye week to prepare last week. They yeah. lose to SMU. That's very disappointing. But you look at TCU. The Horn Frogs have had the Longhorns number. They've won seven of the last nine against Texas, two in a row. TCU has averaged... 33 points per game, their last three home games against Texas. And they're scoring a lot of points in general this year, too. That offense is really good. Max Duggan, he's very talented. It's kind of funny how Gary Patterson you know, came into the Big 12 with TCU as like this defensive-minded coach, and now they're kind of an offensive juggernaut, and their defense hasn't been all that good. You know, look, Texas's offense has looked awesome since you know the benching of Hudson Carr. They bring in Casey Thompson. They looked really good against a bad team in Rice. They looked really good again against... Uh, Texas Tech. Right now, they're fourth in the nation in points per game. They're running B. John Robinson heavily. They're giving him the ball a lot, which is what you need to do. And you look at TCU, they're giving up a ton of yards on the ground. Five five yards per carry on the year. Last week against SMU, they gave up an average of seven yards per carry to SMU's two top running backs. Yikes. That is a lot. Both those guys went, guys went for you know, a lot of yards that day. I think it does set up nicely for Texas to kind of get this TCU monkey off their back. I'm leaning Texas minus five, but the bet I'm going with is the over 66 and a half. I think Texas could score 40, 45 on this. And all you need is, is Texas tech to score in the twenties, which I think they do. I'm going over 66 and a half big 12 high scoring game. Okay. So interesting stat that uh, I like to follow for games like this. It's just a tackling stat, and it seems so simple. And you hear, we hear it all the time on TV. Tackling, tackling, so it's so important to be able to take guys down. TCU is the second worst. That's bad. FBS yeah. school. That's really bad. Second worst FBS behind Miami at, ta- at, at tackling. I think that Texas is going to have a day for the first time in a long time, and the one difference is Sarkeesian. I think that Sark can change things up, bring a whole different approach. That's been the difference. And Will, I think you remember, I think every year that we've been doing this show, I've had TCU against Texas, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, every, it's been the smart bet. It, it, every year. Yeah. I'm taking Texas this year because I think even on the road, this is a completely different team. Sarkeesian knows. This is a well-known thing. You think the boosters and the proud ADs, the people running stuff at, at Texas, haven't mentioned this to Sark. Oh, yeah, by the way, we've gotten handled by our cross-state rivals, the Frogs. Yeah. We're supposed to be Texas. <laughs> they're horned. <laughs> <laughs> we're they're supposed tough. to be Texas. Like, we're supposed to be the team. This is going to be a strange circled game that not a lot of people understood what it meant to Texas until after this week. I think there's a lot of incentive for the Longhorns to win. Not just what we talked about earlier with teams needing margin, I think they want this one. They're going to get it. Five points to me seems like great value. I like the Longhorns a lot here. Okay. Yeah, me too. I'll be on minus five as well, and I like that over. Uh, We'll go back to the SEC Florida at Kentucky. This is kind of a rivalry game. It hasn't been close, but these two teams don't like each other. I'm sorry, Will. I have to. I'm sorry for cutting you, and you just got started on this new one. Yeah. This tackling staff for TCU is so bad. That is, I just have to say one more thing real quick on it. Yeah. TCU is a worse tackling team than the following. LIU, who doesn't have a logo. Long Island. Okay. William and Long Mary. Island. William and Mary, Fordham, Eastern Kentucky, East Tennessee schools. State, Sacred Heart, Albany. 
There's a there's a school called Point. It just says Point. <laughs> point. Their own one. Hey man, Sacred Heart. I don't is know. A tough nose. It's just football a stare, team. To, to look at these teams who are above TCU and tackling, and and these ratings are really efficient. So anyway, I had to put that out there. It's just I'm scrolling, going, this is so bad. This may be magnified this weekend. Sorry, Will. No, you're Completely good. Completely jumped in there. Look, if, especially for, I mean, like I said. Gary Patterson is supposed to be a defensive guy. He's the three three five guy. Right. If you're a defensive coach and your team can't tackle, then you're doing something wrong. So the I agree with you there. Three three five guy. Uh, Florida Kentucky, Florida eight point favorite on the road at Kentucky. Look, is Florida for real, or was the Bama game not indicative enough of what Florida really is? Their run game looks incredible. They were running the ball like down Alabama's throat that second half. Kentucky has a good run defense too. They're really tough. You know, well-coached team. I like Mark Stoops in this role. I actually really like Kentucky a lot. They're a fun team to watch. They play a brand of football I like. You know, they bring in the transfer quarterback, Will Levis, from Penn State. They got the new offensive coordinator. Took Levis to Levis, but the Levis oh, was Oh, Tyler, it's getting worse. I think they are... Uh, look, I, th- I think Kentucky's underrated, and they're a fun team to watch. But Florida just has their number. You know, for this to be a rivalry game, and I, I don't have a lot of uh, room to talk because Michigan hasn't beaten Ohio State like ever in the last 20 years, like twice. But one win for Kentucky since 1987. That's not good. Took my Chevy to the Levis, but the offense was dry. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. not... Took my Chevy to the... It's not getting better. So, uh, Will, what you're saying is Kentucky has a chance. <sighs> so what? Uh, well, they did win in 2018. That last win yeah. since 1987 was and they recently. Look good. They've looked good. They've looked. Sure. They've been yeah. a very good team yeah. the last few years, and a team that I like to root for. I like to bet on. I think they're usually very underrated. Um, but you know, this Florida team is really good. I think that yeah. I think that right now Florida could easily be a top 10 team. For whatever reason, the rankings aren't really respecting them that much right now. I do think that they got to get Emory Jones playing at a little bit of a higher level. But I trust Dan Mullen to do that. And if you're going to give me eight points in a game that you know, hasn't been all that close recently. And I think Florida is really good. And I just don't know that Kentucky's offense has enough to score a lot with, with Florida and keep up. So for that reason, I think I'm taking Florida minus eight here. I agree. I wish we had more bet board options this week, but I love Florida this game. We I might have a couple. I think there's big value on okay. uh, the Gators. So okay. I like Florida. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, Auburn at LSU. Tiger or Tiger game, Tiger matchup. The Couple Tiger of cats. against Tigers. Uh, LSU three and a half point home favorite. Look, you know LSU. You know they they've they struggled. They got their ass kicked by UCLA. Now no one's really talking about them, but I still think they're a very talented team. You look at Auburn. I don't know what they are. They played really well against Penn State, and then they almost lose to Georgia State. They bench Bo Nix, which is probably a good thing. They got a new quarterback, so maybe there's some hope there. But for them to almost lose to Georgia State, it's not a good sign, I think, for the direction of that program. Um, I don't know. I don't love this game. I think going at LSU is always a very difficult position to be in if you are Auburn. And I've, I'm just not a fan of Brian Harsin. He hasn't shown me enough to, to bet on him. I think that LSU has too much firepower on offense, and I think that LSU can score a lot of points early. I'm probably leaning with the LSU Tigers. All right, so you said a couple things there. I'm going to try and remember them. First was going on the road to LSU. Yeah. That's not going to be a problem. This whole roster's been there before, and they went to Penn State whiteout. That was so loud. I think they said 118 decibels, one of the loudest games ever mm-hmm. at Penn State. They're going to be just fine at LSU, a much more comfortable environment. They've been there. Not as loud a crowd. I, I don't factor that in at all. New quarterback in this offense what did I say a couple weeks ago? Brian Harson has a very complex offense that Bo Nix simply couldn't execute. This new guy, I've heard a lot of good things about him, and let's not get hyped up on hype, right? And 
Hyped up on hype. Exactly. But I think he's going to be able to make those throws, the outside shoulder throws, those seam passes Bo Nix couldn't hit. And as long as he can hit one out of every three or four more, that's the efficiency that offense needs. I love Auburn here. And you know what? The first thing that you led with in your handicap, last week's game against Georgia, Little Dogs of the Prairie, (laughs) Little House on the Prairie, I think that is exactly why there's going to be value. Everyone's going to look at that game and say, oh my God, Auburn has losses. Look at last week. This is when you want to bet on teams. For the same reason why I passed on a couple of games earlier for the opposite reason, where everyone's like, oh, you know, they're on them. I like to take teams. It's like a stock. And I like to buy them when everyone in the world is saying they look bad right now because that's what the spread is for. Yeah. Three and a half points is actually, I think, a lot in this game. That doesn't mean it's going to be low scoring. That means these teams are going to keep up with one another. Will, I love this Auburn offense, or I I should say roster. I think this defense is really good, too. It is a good defense. I've been higher on Auburn than before. Now, the Brian Harson counter, uh, we're going on another week. Is he still going to be fired in three years? Yep. Okay, so we'll mark that up. Uh, but I like them. I like what they what they brought to the t- table so far. At three and a half, I love this. I'm betting it. It yeah. opened four and it moved to three and a half. At three, I'm very questionable. At two and a half, it's no bet. But currently, we're taking the Auburn Tigers plus three and a half. Uh, I like that bet. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so, so you like the other side? Yeah, I like LSU. So let's consider that for a bet board game. We'll I, I actually it. like that better than the 10.5 one we had earlier. I don't love it, but we'll, we'll consider it. I'll definitely consider it. I'll think about it. we got one more game left. We'll see where we end up here. Uh, Big 10 matchup, Michigan at Wisconsin. Right now, Michigan a one-point road favorite going to Madison, Camp Randall. Man, let me tell you as a Michigan fan, I told you beware of Rutgers last week, and I felt like Rutgers was going to pull something out. Yeah. Sure enough, they cover. Michigan looks like shit the second half. And honestly, Rutgers had a chance there. That was a, that was really a scary moment for for Michigan and for Michigan fans. This is a dangerous spot for Michigan, and here's why: Rutgers was able to shut down the run game completely in the second half. Michigan's whole offense this year has been the run game. Cade McNamara has not looked good at quarterback, and yeah, they haven't asked him to throw a lot because the run game had been going so well until that second half against Rutgers. But it worries me. You know, Michigan's offense. You know, it it can just be shut down. I think that you can turn them into you know, if, if you can take away that run game, they're not going to look very good. It's They're limited. And if they can't run the ball, then they can't move the ball at all. They can't score. You look at Wisconsin's run defense right now. It's insane. They're averaging... Uh, Tyler, can you bring up how many points or yards per game they're giving up on the run? They're yeah. averaging giving up one yard per carry so wow. far through their games. And they're one and two because their offense sucks, but their defense has been absurd. They held Notre Dame to like nothing on the ground. They did the same thing to Penn State. Neither team could run on them. Wisconsin's run defense is literally tailor-made for stopping Michigan's off- offense because Michigan can't run or, or can't throw the ball. The whole game for this, for Michigan, is going to come down to can Cade McNamara look good? Can they scheme up some ways to get some guys open in the passing game? You know, I don't think that Wisconsin's offense has the capability of blowing out Michigan here because I think Michigan's defense is pretty darn good. But, you know, I to me, to have Michigan be a one-point road favorite when right now it looks like all they can do is run the ball 
and they're not going to be able to do that against Wisconsin. I don't like it. I think I'm taking the Badgers plus one, but the the bet that I like is the under. 43.5. I think this game could end up being 13-10, 13-7, a really low-scoring game. Yeah, and, and what happened with Wisconsin and Notre Dame uh, last week is you, to beat a, a Wisconsin team like this with really strong with a really strong defense, I think all three of their linebackers will play in the NFL next year. or For maybe, sure. Maybe not next year, but uh, NFL-quality linebackers is you need to get Wisconsin to do things that they're not good at, which is exactly what Notre Dame did. Yep. Uh, Mertz had to throw, I think it was over 40 times, and that's not a Wisconsin team. That, that's not what they want to do. They want to run the ball and play good defense. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, they're giving up 23 yards per game on the ground right <laughs> yeah. now on 23 carries. Yeah. That's absurd. Well, well, exactly one yard per attempt. That's so insane. And it's not yeah. like those are all cupcakes. Penn State has a has yeah. a pretty solid offense. Notre Dame has a pretty solid offense. You know, they may not be the best in the world, but those numbers are insane. Yeah, the front seven's unreal. And that is a recipe for disaster for Michigan right now. Uh, I like Michigan. And <laughs> yeah, honestly, the reason is Cade McNamara is grading out pretty well. I know his stats aren't fantastic. They haven't uh, thrown with him that much. He didn't so, look very good last week, but that's fine. Look, you but know, I mean, what does that mean? I hope I'm wrong. He, he just looked shaky. He was inaccurate. He wasn't making good decisions last week. He hasn't turned the ball over. So that's good. Michigan hasn't turned the ball over at all through four games, which is a good sign. And I think that, you know, I think this could be one of those games where whichever team gets a running back to break like a 60-yarder first might just win the game. You know what I mean? Right. It's going to be one of those, but that's why I love the under here, under 43 and a half, and I'm probably leaning Badgers plus one as the well. The reason why I don't love Michigan is because everyone's going to be on Michigan. Wisconsin sucks. They lost to Notre Dame with their backup quarterback. They couldn't beat Penn State. They, yeah. you know, so I think a lot of people are going to be on the undefeated uh, popular, everyone like you know. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to start coming back, like uh, khaki pants, khakis. Yeah, like no, bell, he's, like he's bell not bottoms. doing the khakis anymore. I heard the bell bottoms are coming back. I heard the kids are wearing bell bottoms these days. Yeah, is that a have, thing? Were you at the last game in Boulder, Colorado? No. Oh, yes, I was actually. <laughs> were they wearing bell bottoms? Ryan, oh, yeah. Ryan was looking at some college girls' <laughs> pants. Yeah, I really was. He was peeping some booty. It was like eighty-five that day. Ninety. I don't know. It was bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Hey, man. Uh, the weather does not affect girls' fashion oh, choices. Yeah. That's a the fact. There's a lot of crocheted tops too, and I got to tell you, I'm into mm. it. Nice. Mm. Smitty's into it. Smitty, <laughs> do you have a Smitty's pick of the week? Let me say the old men. Old men at college football games have no shame and just. I think you're talking about us. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're talking about us. Uh, yeah, Smitty's pick of the week. Uh, so Smitty's my pick, pick we're going to uh, the. Um, oh, a spider just dropped down, dude. <laughs> spider, like, spider just fell on Tyler's down. head right here in the studio. Bitch, he I is he it, is full bro. on panic. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he got him. Nice job. Woo! This was all planned. Bitch. Smitty's pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got uh, Oklahoma going to the Little Apple. Uh, they open up as ten and a half point favorites. Uh, while I think Oklahoma Whoa. will win, I think um, I think a lot of these the Sooner games this year, you know, the fans expect them to you know be winning you know by thirty, forty, fifty points. Yep. Um, Kansas State always plays people tough, and especially with it being in Manhattan, Kansas, I think uh, I think Oklahoma still gets away with the win, but uh, I don't think it's by the ten and a half. So okay, I love it. K State ten and a half. Uh, I'll give out my parlay pick of the week. You yes. know, it went zero for four last week. Tyler, hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's okay. Due. I'm taking I'm taking some dogs here. So first of all, 
I'm going Texas minus five. That's not a dog, but Texas minus five. We're both on that. Since a lot of these are just picks that I that I these are four from the picks I just gave out. Texas minus five. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, first half under. Boston College plus fifteen and a half, and Michigan, Wisconsin under forty three and a half. That's okay. the four. I'm and, into it. And uh, we got a game. Oh, I'm the into movie it. synopsis game. Smitty. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, movie synopsis game so i'm going to read uh the synopsis from uh i've got five different movies here um so is this like back of the box type of stuff yeah so i and i had to edit it you know quite a bit so i don't (laughs) give away the movie right away of course okay so i'm going to leave some obviously i'm going to leave the main characters out of it it's Um, a mission that's impossible Uh, so well, we, now I only have four movies. Should we give our uh, sound effects <laughs> yeah, first? Yeah, Will, what's your buzzer? So here? these are buzzers, yeah. So but he's going to read the synopsis and the first one to identify it. So we each have buzzer noises. This one's mine. <laughs> DJ Horn. <laughs> and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure what mine should be at. That, they, how is this one? I like it. It's like a sci-fi sound. It sounds like uh, like the Jetsons like teleporting or something. <laughs> yeah. That's the other one. I mean, those are both awesome. Yeah. And then how about this one? You are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fitting, but no. No, don't do that you one. You are one pathetic loser. You're all on this. How do, funny is that? Do the sci-fi one. Okay. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> okay. You are an idiot. This is, these are terrible. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's go. All right. First, first movie. A wealthy New York City investment banking executive hides his alternate psychopathic ego from his well <laughs> american psycho that is correct <laughs> christian bale uh, shout out uh, uh nice bateman Ri- i can know christian bale richard bateman patrick patrick bateman i can't save god all in one night that's not good <laughs> that's no. that's christian bale doing batman yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly that's my only christian bale i have in my arsenal fair enough all right all right i'm up one night all right a curious youngster moves to Salem where he struggles to fit in before awakening a tree of... <laughs> Hocus Pocus! <laughs> I've never seen that! I've never seen Hocus Pocus! That's, that's not my fault. What it's is a classic. Magician. It's a Halloween movie. It's a Halloween movie. Halloween movie. You know a good one? Hubie Halloween. First of all, on the list this year. great term came out of Hocus Pocus. Mm. Uh, she, she calls boobs yabos. <laughs> yabos. And uh, I love calling boobs yabos after that. Smitty was looking at some college girls yabos and some yabos. crocheted shirts. Uh, let's keep it classy. <laughs> all right. Let's pick one I've seen here, Ryan. A rat who can cook makes an unusual <laughs> Oh, I think you beat yeah, me. Ratatouille. I, 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 boy. Yeah, it was close, but you God. beat me. That one's hard to edit. And, and I picked that one because that's my favorite movie ever made. Nice. I watch it at least once a month. Okay. Yeah. Good recipes in there. Interesting. <laughs> um, all right. Bates, based on an H.G. Bissinger book, which H. profiled Bissinger. the economically depressed town and their heroic high school football team. Tyler? Huh? That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Heavily edited. Uh What's the one with Booby Miles? You better know it. Steal? Do I get a chance is, to steal? Is that, uh Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Good job. Hey-oh. Hey, Will. I mean, if this if, if these were Jeopardy rules, you you don't get to buzz in and then pause for 30 seconds. <laughs> I know. I know, but I also and it, I didn't put it in the form of a question either. So. No, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's two two. All right, for Tie- all the marbles tiebreaker, last one, fourth quarter, overtime, whatever you want to say. 
Through a series of freak occurrences, a group of actors shooting a big budget war movie are forced to become the sole leader. Tropic Thunder! I beat you! I actually wasn't going to say Tropic Thunder. I was going to say uh, this is the end. Oh, oh what? <laughs> Well, read what a you war read movie. Re- wait, well, I didn't. I missed that. So, part. <laughs> <laughs> Walt G was just looking to buzz in so he could take the. I mean, dude, that's a Jeopardy <laughs> movie. You got to buzz before you. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was through a series of freak occurrences, a group of actors shooting a big budget war movie or war. Forced to be, uh, yeah, you war missed, movie. You, you, you but see, if you take out war, that could be. This is the end. It could. That's true. That's, yeah, true. that's true. Hey, we got to pick up a bet board game first before mm. we before we wrap up. So our consensus is what Texas. Our consensus is Texas. Yes, Texas minus County five. Last time we did Texas. that, it worked out well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're boot scooting boogieing. Uh, uh, we're back on boy. Texas. Texas right. is back. Um, it was it was going to either be uh, LSU Auburn or it was going to be um, uh, ten and a half uh, Indiana Penn State. I want Auburn. Let's do LSU Auburn. All right, I'll, I'll I will fade Auburn in the in the good nature of rooting against uh, Auburn and and my my fade on Brian Harson. So I'll do it. I'll take LSU minus three and a half. Let's go. Okay. Bet board. Okay. Let's do. Let's do it. Bet board is LSU bet board. minus three bet and a half. Bet board. Bet board. Nice and uh, that's gonna do it for the show, you guys. Thanks as always for listening. Subscribe. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe yes. on iTunes. Tell your friends if you want to help grow the show. You know someone that likes college football, that likes a couple of idiots uh, in their basement talking bullshit about <laughs> movies. This is the perfect podcast. So make sure you spread it around. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.